This Facts and O'Brien podcast is brought to you by Gary Thomas and the Wealth Technology Group in Westfield. Where it's not what you make, it's what you keep. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. And Stone Temple Pilots on Rock 102. Here's, here's my uh, old man observation. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots, uh, Pooh Biters, uh, Nirvana, uh, Soundgarden, they all sound the same. Right. They're anyway, all it's, the same band. Yeah, well, uh, it was the Foo Fighters, but that was uh, not uh, that was not them. Oh, man, but I you tell do, you, it's you, hard to tell them apart without a program. You, uh, you do sound like a cranky old man. I know. But, I uh, know. That, that commercial about how not to become your father or your parent, rather. Yeah, except that music is almost 30 years old. So take well. that for what it's worth. Uh, man, today is going to be a bittersweet show. We're saying goodbye to our boss and sending him off as he goes off into the sunset. It's almost never bitter and quite often sweet to send off a boss. Yes. Well, we'll be talking to our, uh, our outgoing boss today is his final day. So uh, that's coming up later on this morning. And there's some other fun stuff today, too. I'm not, it's, all, it's not all going to be about you know telling a guy what we think about him. Yeah, and I, I personally, I don't believe the charges are going to stick anyway. No. Nah. But He's the, got a good lawyer, from what I hear. Yes, but the airing of grievances is always fun to do. Yeah, yeah. Where do you see the, the feats of strength? The man's only four and a half feet tall. The feats oh. of strength are going to be very easy. I don't even know if he's old enough to ride that ride. <laughs> It's 535 in Rock 102. Save yourself 30% at the 350 Grill. Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 550. And Cheap Trick in Rock 102. So today will be like uh, day three of six days of Oktoberfest at uh, the Fort. And it's going to be a nice one. Mostly sunny by the afternoon with a high of 75 for uh, trailer trash. Tomorrow, uh, Aquanet. Unfortunately, they're talking about scattered afternoon thunderstorms possible, but I wouldn't let that scare you away, uh, especially because now they've thrown in a free beer with admission. Well, it's, uh, then I can handle a little bit of rain. A little bit of rain for a beer? That's not going to hurt right you. Damn right I could. Uh, you you got to hydrate during those kinds of things, right? Yeah, and not from the rain, from the beer. Hey, what do you say we hop right into some Hollywood trash? Oh, yeah. Steve Nick and the Rock 102. We were talking yesterday about Robin Williams and how there was this kid who uh, was impersonating uh, Robin Williams and doing a really good job. Yes. We were? Yeah. Didn't it was two days ago? Maybe it was two days yeah, ago. Yeah, I, I don't remember that. I think we... Either way. There was a there was a video of this, uh, this kid who submitted... Uh, I don't know if submitted, but put it on the internet... Of him impersonating Robin Williams in like a scene of a fake movie that he was getting the news that John Belushi had just died. That's complicated. Okay. It, it is a little complicated. Uh-huh. Well, he was like one of the last people to see John Belushi alive. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. Uh, so Robin Wood, uh, his daughter Zelda, doesn't want people sending her that video anymore of the guy impersonating her dad. She says, Y'all spamming me with an impression of my late father. On one of his saddest days is the weirdest thing ever. And the kid's pretty good at it. That's the thing. He is pretty good at it. And she goes on to say that it's not against him. It's just this weird situation where you're sending me this video and I don't want to see it anymore. People have got a real uh, cockeyed way of figuring out what (laughs) 
is comforting to people who have experienced loss. Steve, he said cockeyed. I, I know, know I, I, I said it purposely, too. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I may not have uh, protected myself from the ravages of drugs or alcohol or uh, the sun or any number of things, but uh, I, did, I did do a pretty good job protecting myself, and uh, this morning now it proves to me uh, there are 50 harmful effects of social media. What mm-hmm. we're discussing right now is just one of them. That's this is another one of the big problems with social media. This poor girl now has to keep getting these videos or seeing these videos of her father over and over yeah. and over right. again. Yeah, social media, nothing good about it. <laughs> well, there's some good about it. Nothing. There's some things. Nothing. It's there's. Like... The... All right, maybe you're right. Nothing. All right. It's the modern day crack cocaine. It is. We have a problem. We and do. People need to break it. I'm up to 30 comments a day. It's really got a hold of me. (laughs) At 95 years of age, Queen Elizabeth is being asked to give up one of her daily rituals, her evening cocktail. (laughs) Cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, queen apparently has a drink every night, usually a martini, but her doctors have advised her to stop. A source says, quote, it's not really a big deal for her. She's not a big drinker, but it seems a trifle unfair that at this stage in her life she has to give up one of her very few pleasures. Yeah, she's 95, yeah, man. who cares? Who cares? What is with this, uh, you know, you, you, you've, made, it, it, you've made it to your 1% yeah. of the population that made it to 95 years old. Yeah, and now you're supposed to be careful? Yeah, listen, at, at 90... You know, if if I want to eat like a like a grilled cheese sandwich loaded with like a pound of bacon, you mean like you a, do now, right? Yeah, and like a like a few shooters along the way. At ninety, why should anyone stop me? Mm-mm. Haven't I earned the right to kill myself slowly? Right, by, by having the things that I enjoy. And you're just as much a queen as she is. I don't even know what you're getting at. I'm just saying. I just remember them uh, going back about five or six years ago. There was some lady out in the Midwest who lived to about 114 years old. Yeah. And they were trying to interview her. Uh, like, oh, what are you going to do for your birthday? And she's like, I just want to take a nap. Like, yeah. that's all she wanted. Yeah. She didn't care about the balloons, the cake, anything. What am I going to do for my birthday? Hopefully breathe. <laughs> God, maybe I'll die in my sleep so I don't have to listen to your stupid party going on. Open later. your stupid cards. Uh, Kevin James was trending on Twitter yesterday for a strange reason. A map started going around that supposedly showed the most popular Pornhub searches by state, and Kevin James was the top search in Tennessee. For now, porn? Yes. Now, there are two possible explanations here. Number one, the map is fake which it very well could be. No one seems to know where it came from and uh, Twitter, when one Twitter user claims he created it. Number two, uh, there was an actual porn star in the 80s named Kevin James. Ah, he made thir- 335 films before he died in 1990. Yeah, that's go. probably it. That's Maybe it. for uh, some reason the people of Tennessee are obsessed with him, mm. even though he was from Wisconsin. It's, it's almost like, you know, yeah. you know how many non-pornographic Google searches would there be for you know, John Holmes and Harry Reams? I'm going with the uh, the number one, the fake thing. Could be, yeah. it could be. But if there was a uh, if there was a porn star named Kevin James, that certainly makes more sense. The map uh, also claims that the most searched term in Michigan is racist. Uh, Colorado is droopy balls. And in Oklahoma, it's Goth Hospital. That's why I'm saying this is probably fake. Oh, I don't know. I, droopy balls makes a lot of sense. What's going on in Colorado? Yeah, right, right. That they're doing that. Yeah. 
Uh, Halloween Kills is out this weekend. It's up against the Matt Damon movie The Last Duel. Ah, yeah, I'll be okay. right to the theater to see we'll that. see either one of them. A uh, list of classic horror filming locations that you can visit includes the, the Myers House from Halloween, the gas station in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and the diner from Friday the 13th. You want to go on a tour of your favorite horror movies, you can do so. Problem is, I didn't see any of those. What was the first one? Uh, I see, Halloween, the Myers uh, House. Yeah, no, yeah, I didn't see any of those movies. So they wouldn't mean anything to you? No, not a thing. What about uh, Oak Alley Plantation, where Brad Pitt's character oh, yeah. had an interview with a vampire? Yeah, yeah, Oak Alley Plantation. That was a good one. Uh, that was uh, from Interview with a Vampire. And you yeah. loved that movie. I did. I did. The Dakota Apartment Building from Rosemary's Baby. It's also the same place where John Lennon was shot. Yeah. Uh-huh. But not by the same people that no. stole Rosemary's Baby. Uh, Kesha will explore haunted places in a Discovery Plus series called Conjuring Kesha. She says, quote, My hope is to show that supernatural isn't just the thing of myths and fables. In case you didn't know, Kesha once had sex with a ghost and wrote the song Supernatural about it. She, she had sex with a ghost? Yeah, that was the whole uh, thing. That's how she came up with that song, Supernatural, that she yeah. had a sex with a ghost in her sleep and then uh, and then wrote a song about it. <coughs> really? Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. She's had sex with a ghost. With a ghost. I bet yeah. she actually hasn't had sex with a ghost. She probably has not had sex. Although, with but there are a lot of women that used to watch like the yeah. Ghost of Mrs. Muir and found that uh, uh, the late actor Edward Mulhair was a very handsome fella. Yeah, that's true. He was a he was a dashing, dashing older man. Mm. And uh, Coldplay will be counting on their fans to keep the power going on their world tour. They're installing a dance floor that creates electricity as <gasps> part of their initiative to be more sustainable. Oh my God! Don't you need more than four people to show up? To I was going to say something like that. <laughs> don't you have to produce music that makes people want to dance oh, as opposed to run out the door? Come on now! This might be the first thing that gets me back out on a dance floor. The first for forty-five years. No, I don't think yeah, so. I don't think yeah, so. Probably not. And, uh, and that is your Hollywood Trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Zay's Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As many of you know, there is perhaps nobody more irresponsible and prone to idiotic public behavior than today's full-time college student. Sure, college may seem like a set of stately institutions designed to spark the intellectual curiosities of ambitious, career-oriented youngsters, but the truth is most college students are drunken morons. I know I certainly used to be, and it was only after a few years of paying off student loans that I was bludgeoned in the face with a sobering dose of maturity. The average undergrad is still between the ages of 18 to 22 years old, and as you are aware, the average 18 to 22-year-old kid has not reached that level of individual restraint to prevent them from acting like a total dope, and yet some schools are trying to curtail that sort of thing. This week, Virginia Tech University issued a letter threatening to crack down on student behavior during football games. Apparently, some members of the Virginia Tech administration have grown concerned after a video on social media showed fans, many without tickets, getting trampled while trying to enter the stadium last weekend against Notre Dame. According to the letter, student attendance will now be restricted to only those who happen to have season tickets and to those who have won tickets through a limited student lottery. Students crashing through the gates without proper tickets will be met with local law enforcement in an effort to support a positive and safe fan experience. Here's my question. Shouldn't they have been checking for tickets all along? Isn't that the very point of having tickets in the first place? I also can't help but feel that if you tell a 19-year-old kid 
of what he's not supposed to do. He or she will ultimately find ways of doing it anyway. Which goes back to my earlier point. When you fill a college student full of schnapps, Jaeger bombs, or fireball, they suddenly stop caring about your terse letters, restrictions, and protocols. How do I know this? Because at 19 years old, I would have ignored all that stuff too. Because that's what college is all about. Wasting your parents' hard-earned money on nothing but blackouts and bad decisions. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. If I were going to paint the garage or a bedroom, I'm going to need some help. I want to talk to Dina at the paint studio at the Island Pond Rockies. Dina's been helping people for 20 years. A veritable professor of paint. Good people paint people like Dina. And rock solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm Bax. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 613 and Pat Benatar on Rock 102. Beautiful day today. Some sunshine and warm. A high uh, in the mid-70s, which is what we called for yesterday. I think we actually got closer to 80 uh, yesterday. But uh, right now, it's 55 degrees in downtown Springfield. Yeah, when I was out, I was saying uh, 77. Pretty damn close. Yeah, very, very nice day. Um... I guess we're going to uh, be saying goodbye to another boss later. Uh, yes, as the as those numbers stack up mm. over the years, yes, we'll yeah. be saying goodbye to our uh, to our boss Lenny, who is today's his last day. I don't, um, I, I don't, I've lost count now. I, I don't remember how many of these uh, uh, ne'er do wells I've uh, survived through. Ne'er do wells. Ne'er do wells. Ne'er do wells. Ne'er do wells. Yes. I don't know if I ever. Refer to him as a ne'er do well. I, I don't know that it would what it means. I just kind of it just kind of popped into my head and I decided to say it. But yeah, I, I don't know how many uh, program directors I've been through in this place. Let me think. Uh, there was that one guy. Yeah, and he was, was replaced by that other guy. Seven others. Him who came and went. That guy. Yeah. Him and him can't keep track. That guy. I'm gonna say you and I together have been through seven. All right, sir. I'll have to agree with you. Now, I, I may be missing one, mm. but that doesn't speak very highly of the guy I'm forgetting. And every single one of them were men. Yeah. 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 Although yeah. There, there are plenty of women out there that do the same job oh, and do yeah. it very well. Yeah, probably better. At least better than six of them. <laughs> so, um, you know, we, we've talked uh, a lot about how uh, tight-lipped the uh, West Springfield police had previously been. Uh, they're either their public information officer was not giving out an awful lot of information or, you know, maybe maybe the maybe the news places weren't doing a very good job of digging things out and, and finding it out. And lately, it almost seems like they've uh, they've opened up a little bit more. I think they might have a new officer responsible for speaking to the press opened up more. They won't shut up. Oh, yeah. it's, oh, like well, they, it's like they're giving everything away. Yeah. In some cases, it does seem that way. In uh, Ludlow, yesterday morning, we were talking about what had been an overnight standoff that supposedly began late Wednesday night, like around 9.30 or so, and went on until around 6 o'clock yesterday morning. Now, as I uh, peruse the local news, I find very, very little being said, uh, being reported, and what is is virtually the same from one place to the next, which means it seems as though only the information that is being reported was provided by probably a written statement from the Ludlow police. Right. As I mentioned yesterday, I think with the way budgets and uh, and things are in local news these days, not a TV station or a newspaper 
can dedicate a reporter to stay on the scene of a standoff that lasts more than 25 minutes. I also, I also find, and, and I'm sure you've seen this too, that whenever there's a, a news story on television, local news story, mm. and it's a story that you know very clearly is an ongoing story, and there should be much more information coming up at the end of it. Right. They will tell you. I've seen Tedemer do it. And it's nothing against Tedemer. He's just, you know, one of the many that have done it. it. Where he will say, you know, we will update you with more information as we get it. But the problem is you never get that information because they don't have the resources to go Mm -mm. back and follow up. It's it's not their fault. It's just they they lack the manpower to send somebody out there or make Mm -hmm. all the appropriate phone calls because new news stories happen all the time. So here's what I found on Western Mass News. Uh, Authorities are investigating after shots were fired along West Street in Ludlow Wednesday night. A police lieutenant said shots fired call came in at 9.40 p.m. Wednesday to the apartment complex on West Street. Officers arrived. There was evidence of a shooting. Presumably that means there was a bullet hole somewhere. A tactical operation then began, meaning a SWAT team was brought in in an effort to make contact with people who lived at the address. Nearby apartments were evacuated and roads were blocked as a precaution. Uh, Police added search warrants were obtained and evidence related to firearms was recovered. No injuries were reported. No arrests have been made. The investigation remains active and ongoing. Nearby roads that were closed have since been reopened. Here is Mass Live's version. Police dispatched a SWAT team to an arrest on West Street Wednesday night as part of an investigation into a gunshot fired into an apartment building. No one was found to be injured. Residents of the apartment were evacuated for safety reasons while police searched the area for reports that a gunman remained in the area. The Hamden County Special Response Team was called to assist. The section of the street was closed for eight hours. State and Springfield Police assisted with traffic. Police were called to the address just before 10 p.m. for a report that one of the buildings in the apartment complex was struck by gunfire. Police found a fresh bullet hole at one of the apartment's they later applied for a search warrant on an apartment that was executed at 6 a.m. and police recovered evidence related to possible firearm offenses, yada, yada, yada. They basically say the same things. That indicates a written statement from the police, not reporters going about and getting the information yeah. independently. Which is kind of what I would have expected. To be honest, That's we've seen this so many times that... There's nothing else they're going to give them. Yeah. There's I mean yeah. it's it's just going to be a prepared statement especially if if it's something that you know maybe more serious as an ongoing investigation and there's more information that the well, cops have got to find. But I mean you wonder okay so uh, a gunshot was fired into an apartment building, a complex. Now I don't know 39 West Street may be the building that houses a number of different apartments and clearly uh, if you have a bullet hole, you have a specific apartment that the bullet was fired into or or fired at, and that one apartment becomes the focus of your investigation, although the entire building has to be evacuated, understandably, for a little while, particularly if you believe there's still a gunman out there. And then, you know, the idea of keeping the whole thing going from nearly 10 p.m. until 6 a.m., because they said search warrants were later applied and executed. It does take uh, several hours to get a search warrant from a court, uh, particularly for an incident that begins nearly 10 o'clock at night. And the police will secure a location as long as it takes 
for that warrant to get there and then be executed, which can take a couple of hours. Right. So, you know, but the fact that there there's no suggestion of, uh, of uh, a targeted shooting or a random shooting or, you know, whether or not the, 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 the bullet was, was fired uh, from the outside of the building or the inside of the building, you know, none of, none of this, and, and this probably will not be reported on again. No, It'll the, be forgotten at this point. Because it's none of your business. Yeah. And later on today, there'll be other news stories to cover, and this won't be one of them. There already is. I mean, for God's sake, and, I, and I'll talk about this more later on. But, uh, yeah, sure, there's more to be covered, like the new etiquette policy of the East Longmeadow Town Council. See what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You wouldn't want to let a story like that slip through your fingers. I'm going to talk about that later because that is uh, it is kind of funny. Yeah, the town manager uh, resigns because of a, well, this isn't the way it was reported in Matt's Live, but because some dick on the town council basically drove her out of the job. And now, uh, and now they're saying, okay, you know what? We need a uh, we need an etiquette policy. <laughs> it was being written by Ann Landers. <laughs> we we need uh, we need to find a way. See, we can throw uh, residents out of town council meetings when they become belligerent and and jerky, but uh, but we can't do that to fellow councilors. And it just so happens that we have one who's belligerent and jerky. <laughs> For the so. first time ever yeah. in East Longmeadow. So. Never been happened. No precedent yeah. whatsoever. There's no precedent, baby. It's 622 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. It's 626 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. You know, obviously being uh, socially distanced or immune compromised and forced to work in my very own uh, individual sauna, as I am uh, now, uh, doesn't uh, doesn't afford me the kind of uh, camaraderie with my fellow employees that I that I normally love to have. You? Uh, yeah. Oh, you know, come on now. I'm uh, I'm the guy who's constantly rubbing. I rub elbows so much, there's no skin left on them. So, uh... Okay. Whenever, whenever you decide to come back to planet Earth, you let me know. So when a, when a boss leaves and, uh, you know, you, when he's one of the few that you like... Well, let me re- re- rephrase that. When he's the only one you can tolerate, right? Uh, when they leave, you you kind of wish you could do more <clears throat> than either wave through a window like you're in some kind of maternity ward, or uh, or be able to attend an event uh, thrown in their honor. I have not been able to do either. Well, uh, I I th- I think there were some leftovers. So um, yeah, well, it's now two days that's, old, but that's it's- probably what we're gonna hire. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but either way, you know, uh, the man's leaving and I, and all I can do is, uh, is wave at him, uh, through a window. That's okay. You it's it's kind of like, uh, you know, like when an animal in a zoo is being uh, yeah. transferred to somewhere else. Yeah. To, you know, to be put down. Or just to be transferred to a new zoo. Cause that happens all the time. Yeah. You know, they, they trade one animal for an animal to be named later. Uh-huh. You know, you can kind of look through the cage and, you know, wave at him and, and uh, and maybe someone will give you some feed to well, you know, slip under the door. Another one bites the dust, and I guess we'll talk with them later this week. Yes, we uh, we will, because it's kind of the respectful thing to do for the ones you like. Yeah, well, yeah. no, the ones we didn't like, uh, we were well, for one, they weren't really granted the opportunity to say goodbye. No, uh, yeah. and we never wanted to have conversations with them off the air. No, never no. mind ones on the air. Yeah, and but even it, uh, even uh, off the air, it was one of these. 
Let's uh, let's do the best we can to avoid this individual. You know there's a problem when the going away party happens after you've gone. Yeah, right. And you're right. not invited. Yep. That you, it, when that's happened, and it has, yep. uh, and it will, and someday it will. Mm-hmm. When that happens, uh, you know, then then you know, you know, maybe maybe you didn't make a lot of friends while you were here. I assume that is what will happen for me uh, upon my departure. Oh, the party already, will be after my exit. We've already sent out the invitations. Yeah, you know, a hold the date. Right, right. Even though we don't know what it is yet, but make sure that when it happens. Yeah, you're, you're, you're around. You're, you're going to want to be around yeah, for this one. Yeah, let's laugh. Tell me. Tell me what's fun. It's Bax and O'Brien's joke of the day. Well, it's nice to find a fellow with a keen sense of humor. On Rock 102. Joke of the day brought to you by Crazy J at the Buy Center in Enfield at Gale Toyota. They still want your car. Give them a call today. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Springfield's Classic Rock. So, again, quick and not very good. Okay? <laughs> you surely do not <laughs> sell, yeah, yeah. sell the sizzle, yeah. don't you? How do you organize an astronomer's party? I don't know. How do you organize an astronomer's party? You plan it. <laughs> plan it because he's plan an astronomer. What's, uh, what's the action like at a circus? I don't know. What's the action like at a circus? Intense. It's intense. intense. Yeah. Of course, because they're under intense. Why did the scarecrow get promoted? I don't know. Why did the scarecrow get promoted? Because he was outstanding in his field. Outstanding yeah, yeah. Why in does, his field. Why does Snoop Dogg carry an umbrella? I don't know. Faux drizzle. Oh, Drizzle, of course. You don't understand that, that, do you? (laughs) (laughs) Booyah! Bax and O'Brien on Rock 102. Springfield. Brian of Rock 102. It's time for news. Brought to you by Noonan Energy, serving Western Massachusetts for over 125 years. NoonanEnergy.com. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Ludlow police are investigating an apartment on West Street after a report of a gunshot fired Wednesday night. They're still investigating? Yep, because they haven't gotten to the bottom of it yet. According to a news release uh, from Ludlow Police Lieutenant Michael Brennan, around 9.41 p.m., officers were called to a report of a gunshot at an apartment complex at 39 West Street. A bullet hole was located inside of one of the lower-level apartments. The officers attempted to make contact with residents in the apartment on the second level, but were unsuccessful. Wow, this is a lot of detail <laughs> than what we talked about. Where are you getting this from? 22 News. Oh, all right. Well, they're working for you. The, they're uh, working for somebody. Hamden County Special Response Team, Mass State Police, and the Springfield Police were called to assist. Residents in the area were evacuated, and West Street near Russell Street was closed for several hours. A search warrant was granted and executed at uh, 6 a.m. Thursday. Evidence was collected related to firearms offenses. No injuries were reported. So if a search warrant was granted and executed, but no arrests have been made? Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's just the search warrant. It's a search part. warrant. Gotcha. Right. Not an right. arrest. So nobody, got, uh, right. nobody was in there uh, as police continue to investigate the incident. Well, there you go. There yep. you go. There's more and more details. Not really. Not really. But, you wanted uh, more. We gave you more. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. Hey, uh, By the way, did you hear that commercial before the news of the of the car show in Summers? That's going to include boats and trailers. Yeah, I did hear that. Boats and trailers in a car show. Boats and trailers and trailers and boats in a car show. Well, uh, you can have they have uh, more than just camping stuff at the camping show. Yeah, I know, but I, you know, I, I go not because of uh, my knowledge of cars. That's for sure. But I go to a lot of uh, 
of these uh, cruise nights during the summer just for the socialization and the camaraderie. Sure. I've never seen one with a boat or a trip. I'm sorry. Did they say trailer or tractor? I think it might have been tractor. It is, after all, summers. Right. Well, I mean, listen, you know, some it, it, they, if they're looking to expand their uh, their base of operation. You know, not everybody's interested in cars, but there are some boat guys out there that love to go to a boat show. And that's why they have boat shows. Right. But they don't usually include boats at car shows, well, just as they usually don't include cars at boat shows. Yeah, but uh, I think you're really kind of hung up on just the wording as opposed to just to being willing, just, you know, be willing to let it roll off your back. I know. Isn't it kind of funny how you'd be hung up on the name of something when well, it's something different? I got to tell you, I've been to the Better Living Center more than a dozen times in my life, and sometimes I'll walk out of there feeling like my life's you gotten worse. Yourself. <laughs> uh,. What the hell was I just? Don't you hate when you were just gonna say something? Yeah. And oh yeah. Like in two seconds it was gone. Right? Yeah. I call that radio. Yeah. Anyway. I call it getting older. A uh, man from Seymour, Connecticut, was arrested after a narcotic search warrant was conducted, according to the Connecticut State Police, on September seventh. Because you know why not hear about this now at around nine p.m. So I guess we'll get the details out of Ludlow sometime <laughs> in November. Yeah. Well, <laughs> patience, my friend. Patience. <laughs> Around 9 p.m., detectives executed a search warrant on Walnut Street in Seymour. Detectives, with the assistance of canine officers Rory and Jerry, uh, confiscated marijuana, cocaine, THC oil, edible THC, uh, chocolate THC edibles, approximately 252 THC vape cartridges, and three Percocet pills. Ta-da! Three Percocet pills? Yeah. That's for personal use. And uh, and yesterday, 23-year-old uh, Saldi Heiska turned himself in after an arrest warrant was issued. Apparently, he was associated with this. He's charged with operating a drug factory, like Willy Wonka. Mm. Right. Yeah. Oh, he's swimming in the river of meth. With three Percocets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Imagine Augustus Gloop falling to the, uh, into the river of meth. Oh, no, there he goes. Be careful of that. And the Oompa Loompas come and try to pull him out of the tubes. I would love to go into the river of meth. Well, I don't know that you want to do that, Steve. Uh, East Longmeadow Town Council President Michael Kane said that by the next meeting, the council will proceed on parallel tracks of beginning a search for a new town administrator and nailing down a code of conduct for counselors. Code of conduct for counselors? Code of conduct Sounds like crap. clappers. Yeah. Both actions are related as town manager Mary McNally this week submitted her resignation, citing what she called continual verbal harassment from an unidentified counselor creating a, quote, toxic environment that mm. led to her departure after two years on the job. I love this, uh, I, I, you know, unidentified counselor. Um, there Now, I, I guess I misread this. So there are seven council members, mm-hmm. including one who was appointed the night the resignation letter was disclosed, plus... There's a council president. Plus, there is the individual that they are not naming. Then that would leave four members of the council. And the article does state that four members of the council, who they name, spoke in support of McNally after she (laughs) announced her resignation. Which means by process of elimination... You can figure out exactly who the counselor is that's being a dick. We're just whittling it down for <laughs> yeah, you. Exactly. You, all, all you need is a roster sheet. <laughs> yeah. Maybe an uh, abacus and you could figure it all or, out. Or simply go to the East Long Meadow Town Council website and count.
I got to tell you, seven minus president minus new guy minus four who support. It's him. Got to tell you, I'm kind of surprised and kind of pleased that Michael Caine is over there because he was great in that 1960 film, uh, The Italian Job. I believe this might be his son. I don't think so. I think Uh, it might just actually be the, how old is he, 95 years old Michael Caine? This one's not that old. You know, I saw Michael Caine in New York City once. Did you really? Yeah. He was walking down the street. Really? And, did and you? I said, hey, Michael, Michael Caine. And then he looked, and then he walked away. Did you do the, whoop, whoop. Yeah. Did you bang on the counter? It like, was like uh, Stewie and uh, and Brian on the train looking for Tom Bosley. I'm thinking, that, more of, Bosley? Uh, I'm thinking more of Joe DiMaggio at Dinky, Dinky Donuts. Donuts. Oh, yeah, Dinky Donuts. That's yeah. why he was doing that. Yeah, yeah, Woo! Exactly. Woo! Yeah, no, no, no. This was, uh, I was thinking more of the family guy. Uh, that's our different gen- generation. That's our generational disconnect, yep, John. That's true. <laughs> that's what's going on here. Oh, I just remembered what I was going to say earlier. Oh, Can we go talk about that? Sure. When you were talking about the boats and the cars, I, I was thinking of Quagmire and Peter when they <laughs> yeah. went on tour as like a Simon and Garfunkel type duo. And they sang <laughs> songs that Peter wrote. And he's like, this was before I knew the difference between a boat and a train. And he was like, train on the water, boat on the track. <laughs> <laughs> See, now you don't know the difference yeah. either. Yeah, obviously. The uh, council on its website has a 13-page document titled Council Rules, but it appears to have no provisions regarding conduct and language beyond references to Robert's Rules of Order. In other words, a, a, a category titled how not to be a dick on the council. Yeah. The council president may eject a member of the public who acts badly during the public comment portion of the meeting, but apparently can do little to discipline a counselor who behaves badly. This is the same type of thing in Chicopee with, uh, you know, uh, what's... Yeah, what, right. They didn't have a method of recall. To, for Lucian uh, Galecki. Yeah. When yeah. they wanted to get rid of him. Although right. this isn't necessarily about the recall of a counselor. And that's the thing, too, that gets me. It's like, so the town manager is a hired employee w- with a salary, you know, and, and the town council does have, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, jurisdiction or, or power over the town council, the town manager, rather. They hire them and they, they can fire them. But if one member of the town council is being a dick... And people agree he's being one. Vote him out. That's all you got to do. It, it's a shame that the woman uh, has to lose her job or has to quit just because the toxic environment created by said dick right. isn't fixed but, by voting him out. But if it is like Chicopee, they may not have a mechanism to vote him out. Well, no. What they don't have here is a method to throw him out or discipline him at a meeting. Yeah. So, That's what they're trying to do. But to vote him out, are you talking about like you know the citizens of, ta- of, yeah. of the town, the voters? I don't know. East Longmeadow may, in fact, have a recount or a recall uh, ordinance, but we're only talking about disciplining within a meeting. I believe they have a pitchfork and torch ordinance. They yeah, might. That, yeah. uh, when st- things like this happen, you have to show up with a yeah. pitchfork. And but a you torch. know, the, but the cost of a special election to th- to toss somebody oh, off. Oh no, I didn't mean necessarily it. mean a special one. I meant you know at the next one, whenever whenever he comes well, back up for re-election. So that's what I don't know. You know, I don't know if that's happening in November, right, or if it's happening a year from now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And they're all staggered in East Longmeadow anyway. Right. So, uh, but obviously, there was something that occurred at a meeting in order to discipline a counselor who behaves badly 
and there was a specific meeting that made this woman say, that's it. I, I quit. I, I'm out of here. This guy's a jerk, and I can't continue to do this. I'd love to know what that catalyst was that pushed her over the edge. <coughs> I got to tell you. Y- she y- had y- just listened to Johnny Paychecks take this job, job and shove it. it. And and working she got anymore. to the meeting, and yeah. then she said she had enough. That put her over the top. I don't know why anybody would want to be involved in local politics. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. People I out there who believe they can make a change. I remember somebody uh, years ago saying, well, you live in East Lombardo. You should join the East Lombardo planning board. I'm like, no, I don't think so. Why would I do that? Well, one, I'm not qualified to run a damn thing. And then secondly, what makes you think that I would be worth anyone's time in this thing? He said, well, you are a resident and you do. You've worked here for years. I'm like, that should never be enough. Yes, there should be much. Yeah, there should be much more difficult qualifications yeah, yeah. than that. Yeah, like like a desire to lead mm. or a, you know, a desire to exact change. I'm not that guy. The uh, the interesting t- thing too is uh, there are two counselors uh, with very similar names, uh, both of whom have apostrophes. Now, as a apostrophe bearing uh, individual myself, although I never ever use it. Uh, I, I did find it kind of curious that two guys, they, they're different names, but they both have apostrophes in their names. Kind of weird. Mm, okay. Yeah. That's just a coincidence, yeah. if you ask well, me. Well, a pretty just, big coincidence. Not that big of a coincidence. It's a, it's a very, very big coincidence. It's a minor coincidence. And according to the articles, uh, or, or their uh, bios, rather, they use their apostrophes. I, I can't be bothered. For me, it's, just, it's too much work. Yes, you know, yeah. it must be. A, you ever ever accidentally use it and have to lie down from the exhaustion? Well, no, but I mean, think about it, you know when you're typing, you got to go for the capital O, then switch over to the smaller letters to get that apostrophe, mm-hmm. then go back for the capital B. It, it, it's a it's a pain in the ass. It is a pain in the ass. Yeah. Well, thank God for the iPhone that types it out uh, perfectly for you, even though you spell it wrong. Um, if I just spell it because I've trained my phone to. If I do O B R I E N, then it just automatically changes it with the apostrophe and the capitalized letters. You know what? Uh, I don't even think mine does. Well, I because you use it so infrequently. Right. I don't type. I, right. I don't type to myself. You're not typing oh, your no. own name all the time. No, I do. When I type my name, same thing. No apostrophe. O'Brien doesn't like apostrophes. Yeah. O'Brien and po- apostrophes. They, they kind of clash. clash. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, a 43-year-old man named Matthew Huber got arrested for trying to break into someone's truck outside of a Walmart in Vero Beach, Florida on Tuesday. And he told the police he was looking for stuff to steal because he needed money to see his imaginary girlfriend again. The girlfriend's name is Emma, and he said he only sees her when he's on meth. Really? Hmm. That's the only time she pops around. And he needs money? So he was looking for stuff to steal so he could sell it and use the money to buy more drugs. To spend more time with Emma that doesn't exist. Because Emma likes nice things, right? Yes. No, unfortunately, that's not true. Because um, what ended up happening was they were together since they were five. She was so pretty. Emma was a star in everyone's eyes. When she said she'd be a movie queen, nobody laughed. <sighs> Her face like an angel. She could be anything. Emmeline, I'm going to write your name high on that silver screen. Emmeline. At 17, we were wed and worked day and night to earn our daily bread, and every day 
Emma would go out searching for that play that never, ever came her way. That would be drugs because then Emma died. Thank you, hot chocolate. <laughs> the man. Wow. When was the last time we had a hot chocolate? Uh, I don't know. I, I have that song in my library. No kidding. You do. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What, what, a, what yeah. a shocker. <laughs> yep. That's surprising. It's right behind Sylvia's mother. It's just, uh, <laughs> it's just unfortunate that this budding love story is not going to work out for this guy. No, no, no. I don't know. These kinds of imaginary relationships always, always end and wrong. So you was know, he stealing imaginary things out of the pickup trucks? No, he was stealing real things. Uh, he needed the money to buy actual drugs. What's it, what's it gonna What's going to happen when his imaginary girlfriend decides she wants to not see other people? You mean on that cold and dark December night when I opened the bedroom door to find her lying still and cold on the bed? A love letter lying on the bedroom floor that said, darling, I love you, but I just can't keep on living on dreams no more. What a sad story. <laughs> it really it is. is a yeah. terrible story. Uh, horrible song. You're a uh, horrible And yet band. it's and on yet your I playlist. Exactly. Imagine that. <laughs> it's yeah. one of my workout songs. You're, uh, oh, really? Does that yeah. get you pumped yeah, up and going? Oh, <laughs> I want to do the Stairmaster, but I want to do it really slow yeah. and painfully. And while I cry. Yeah. Your Pioneer Valley. Uh, more calories from the tears. Yeah. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be mostly sunny with a high of 75. Tomorrow, rain showers with a high of 74. It's 55 and foggy right now. And downtown Springfield. And I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. This, ladies and gentlemen, please join me as we welcome John O'Brien's America. You might think after decades and billions of dollars paid, individuals, companies, and even organizations would learn their lesson and not continue to do things even remotely related to the very thing for which they were found to be at fault over. And probably most people, companies, and organizations would, but not the Catholic Church. After paying billions of dollars to protect children from the harm of the child abuse scandals, one man in Ohio is trying to warn the institution of the next possible threat that could cost as much, if not more, money to settle and create an even greater controversy within the church. And that is CYO football. There's a man in Ohio, obviously a hotbed of football, who believes the second child abuse crisis is now occurring in the Catholic Church. He's a devout Catholic and a former lawyer who played football starting at the age of seven, he suffered concussions in his youth, high school, and college football, and he's hired a Catholic law professor. I never even knew there was such a thing. And he's warned the church of their legal exposure by allowing children to play organized football on church property. Now, the church declined an invitation to meet with the men and said that because they stopped administering CYO football and instead handed it off to parishes to run, that they're no longer liable. Wrong. The leagues are still played at parochial schools, which the church does own. The men point out, with abortion, the church says whenever a life is on the line, we do the ultimate to protect it. But when someone tells them they should be protecting a, li be protecting a life from brain damage, they don't want to look. In some states, the dioceses, uh, dioceses, that's, that's hard to say, like Onassis's, They've abandoned tackle football because of liability, and while others are teaching safer methods of tackling to avoid using the head. The lawsuits have already started as parents move their children to soccer, baseball, and flag football, programs which, by the way, have been endorsed by former pro football players and 
Catholics like Drew Brees and Brett Favre. The men claim you're now going through massive litigation for child abuse that you covered up, so you need to look at this issue as a church like you wish you had looked at the child abuse issue when it was first reported. You're a steward of children, and in retrospect, you caused massive damage. This has been John O'Brien's America, an America where the Hail Mary may become less of a pass by the offense than a defense in court. Thank you. The views expressed in John O'Brien's America have just sucked the excitement right out of youth football forever. Thank you. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As some of you may know, tonight is the final preseason game for the Boston Celtics. Tonight, they'll be in Miami to take on the Heat at 6.30. And then on Wednesday of next week, they'll uh, kick off their regular season in New York against the Knicks. Now, while that is all very exciting news, tonight they will be without starting guard Marcus Smart. Why? Has he been injured? No, he has not. Has he tested positive for anything that might require a quarantine and additional testing? No, he is not. So why isn't Marcus Smart suiting up tonight? It's because he's been suspended. According to ESPN, Marcus Smart has been suspended for somehow missing Wednesday's flight to Orlando. How does a guy named Marcus Smart do something so freaking stupid? How is this, uh, in this day and age, does somebody fail to understand the very basics of domestic air travel? You have a boarding pass. That pass usually tells you when the plane is scheduled to take off. Everybody knows you're supposed to arrive at the airport at least an hour before takeoff, assuming you're bringing in checked luggage. And because the Celtics typically fly on chartered jets, it's even easier to figure these things out. Marcus Smart has been in the league long enough to know this kind of stuff, and yet despite all of the fail-safe ways of arriving at the terminal in a timely fashion, getting to the airport on time is apparently too complicated for Marcus Smart. Granted, traffic going in and out of the Ted Williams Tunnel can sometimes be tricky, but even a well-seasoned pro with seven years of NBA experience of taking flights out of Logan should provide you with enough understanding of how the whole system works. According to uh, the Celtics, Marcus is filled with remorse over missing the flight. What he is not filled with is those extra frequent flyer miles that he missed out on as a result of missing his plane. Listen, we've all got a long season ahead of us. Let's just hope that he learns about how to read his travel itineraries by next Wednesday. Otherwise, this season is going to seem even longer. But hey, and never my yapping sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Steven at the Palmer Rockies, a steel power expert. He's trained by steel. He can repair your steel chainsaw, your backpack blower, or what have you. And if you need advice and outdoor power equipment, Steven is your guy. You'll find him at the Palmer Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock, one, rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 715. And Tom Petty and Rock 102. Beautiful day today. Sunshine after the after all the fog burns off and then the clouds go away. Then, then the sun will be out. High today is 75. It is uh, 55 in downtown Springfield. And now, live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, it's Open, Open Line, Line Friday! 293-1021, that's the... Number for Open Line Friday. Please keep your language clean and pure and uh, try to move it along. That's not really the problem. The problem is just 
trying to sound like coherent. No, I mean, actually, I think uh, sometimes the more incoherent that is, the more amusing it becomes. Well, then this is going to be one amusing feature. <laughs> yes, it will. All right, let's uh, go to the phones and we'll see what we got here. Rock 102, good morning, who's this? Let's see who you got here. You have the best. I, holy macaroni, it's been seven weeks. Macadamia, I haven't been able to get in in seven weeks. You guys have been on vacation, the best of O'Brien. You don't, <laughs> hey, listen. I need a job. The last time I talked to you, I got fired from my painting job. Remember, I painted the whole room the wrong way, the wrong color. Right, it, it, yes. I, yeah, I haven't talked. But anyways, I'm talking fast because I don't want to take up your whole segment. I know you guys will cut me off. But, uh, hey, you guys, listen, hey, congratulations on the Hall of Fame thing. But, uh, hey, listen, I have I have so much to say that I, I can't even remember what the heck. Uh, but, uh, listen, I, I, need, I, I need a job. I'm going to come up. The first thing I'm going to do is have open line Tuesday and Fridays, twice a week. You got to have it twice a week because – all these cuckoo nuts, including myself, that call in, I, I, I look for it. it. It makes my life. It makes I have such a miserable life. It makes my life. And I keep missing it. I miss it for seven uh, years. That's too bad. Uh, oh, well, he yeah. expected to be cut off, so right, why not go ahead? Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? This is Tony. Hey, Tony, what's up? Hey, I'd like a public apology from Bax for saying that the Red Sox wouldn't beat anybody. Yes. Uh, yes. I'm a pre- public apology. I'm pretty sure I I uh, walked back those statements. Well, he didn't hear it. So. Well, I'm walking back those uh, statements. Hey, can I hear it? Because I travel, I do transportation, and I probably didn't hear it that morning. Can I just hear it one more time, sir? All right, uh, Tony. Between you and me, I'm very sorry for the things I may have said about the Red Sox Man, and not thank having you, sir. and not having enough confidence in them. Even though they are clearly now a team of destiny, so I hope I hope that satisfies you, Tony. It did, young man. Thank right. you, sir. You have a, you guys have a great day. Uh-huh. You, On the too. other hand, I will stand by my statement that the Patriots will never win another Super Bowl. Rock one hundred two. Good morning. Who's this? Oh, oh no! What, what's the point of you even calling if you're just going to hang no, up you on got yourself? Scared? Really? You got scared? Did we make you nervous? Probably. Rock one hundred two. Good morning. Who's this? Why did you cut me off? Because you had more than enough time the first time, and you're not going to get any time you the were, second time. You were the one who said you didn't want to take up the entire segment. And yet you were. That's why you got to have it twice a week. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Mark. How's it going? Good, Mark. What can we do for you? From West Springfield? No, no. Oh, oh, that, okay. that guy is a big fake, but we're not going to get into that this morning. <laughs> oh, <okay>. uh, <laughs> Love he's the guy. A, he's a phony? Oh, he's a big phony. <laughs> Still love the guy. Sure. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, now that Lenny's gone, does that mean the Kardashians get to come back? No. Well, first no. of all, he's not gone yet. Yeah, he's he's got until the end of business today. But, yeah. uh, no, it was... Uh, he's not dead yet. No, he's not no. dead yet. And he's <laughs> not getting better either. No. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he'll, he's uh, he's leaving today. And he, he was not powerful enough to be the one to make that decision anyway. Oh, I had heard a rumor that he was the bastard. Yeah, no, no, no. no, no, no. no. There's, the, there's all kinds of rumors about Lenny. Don't he's believe he's all made them. lots of questionable decisions, but that was not one of them. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to hear it. All right. Sorry, guys. Thank you. Okay. No problem. See yeah. An insider. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Uh, it's Dave from Belchtown. Hey, hey, what's up? I, was, I just wanted to know why John's just so miserable all the time. Yeah, that, that's a good question. You want to answer that? Have you listened for more than five minutes? 
I've been listening for about three years now, and it just, it just never gets any better. I just hope for a positive day, and you know. Well, to be honest, if you've been listening for three years, that's too bad because the last positive day I had was 38 months ago, <laughs> and uh, you just missed it, and and it's not likely to happen again. Oh man, I well, know. You know, there's always next week. Well, I'm not hopeful. Yeah, but, I, would, uh, I wouldn't hold your breath on that one. But thanks for hoping on my behalf. All right, guys. Take it easy. All, All right. right See you, you later. Rock. Jesus. Hey, Steve. How you doing this morning? No, uh, you're actually talking to Baxton O'Brien. What's up? Oh, I, was, no, I just want to do a shout-out to Johnny Sanchez. No. And, uh, Nick. No. No. Right. No. <laughs> All right. No right. shout-outs. Shout right. You could have done a shout-out. No. So that would have been a problem. Rock 102. Next Tradio. Good morning. Who's this? Well, Brian's always miserable. Hey, listen. I, I'm going to have to keep calling back. Oh, for God's <laughs> sakes, Millhouse. Give it up. <laughs> Goodbye. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. It's Chris. How are you? Good, Chris. What's up? Chris? So I was calling, uh, this is for Steve Nagel, actually. All right. I went to Seven uh, Bs the other day and, of course, walked in and said, hey, Steve Nagel sent me. The waitress said, who the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> she had no idea. I said, don't you listen to 102? And she said, I listen to it all the time. And I said, well, how the heck do you not know who Steve Nagel is? And uh, she said, well. Never heard of him, and uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, right. Listens to us all the time, and never heard of him. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should. Maybe you should have asked for a manager or, or chef Jeff in the kitchen. Well, I was I was fairly embarrassed. I had a group with me, and uh, oh. I thought I'd be cool, and uh, it did not work out. Yeah. Oh man, we're too sorry. Bad. No, good to see uh, yeah, okay. people are up and on the up and up about things. <laughs> yeah, when all we right. do a promotion. All right, thank you Thanks. very much. Want to give it a heads up. That's all. Okay, all right, appreciate it. Although okay. Steve, you have stopped uh, promising that you might get something for it. Well, no, he still does that. Yeah, I still do that. Oh, you still do that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Absolutely. all right. I thought it just said. Uh, I you got know. something from it. I bet okay. Embarrassment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Rock one hundred two. Good morning. Is this? Yeah, it's on both Tony. How are you? Uh, good. Good. What's up? Yeah, I just to say, uh, I'm listening to you guys since I was uh, a little kid back in the uh, Jonathan O'Brien days and everything. I just want to say I love you guys, and I'm, I'm 38. I've been listening to you since I was about 10 years old. So, wow. Uh, you guys are great. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate uh, being reminded how old, how old we're getting. Yeah. Yes, okay. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Is this? It's Joe Damon from Sunderland. Oh, oh terrific. Yeah. I got What's the matter, Jenny? You don't want me today? <laughs> well, have you heard? I'm miserable. You know, a hundred years ago, everyone owned a horse, and only the rich had cars. Now everyone has cars, and and only the rich have horses. Mm-hmm. The stables have turned. <laughs> <laughs> I got you laughing at least. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yes, For a did. minute. For a minute. I recently switched all the labels on my wife's spice rack. <laughs> she hasn't realized what I've done. But the time is coming. <laughs> <laughs> what does a sprinter eat before a race? I don't know. Sprinter. Nothing. They fast. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> what has more letters than the alphabet? I don't know. The post office, dummy! 
games as well. Well, it's yeah. all right. I've been hanging out with my buddy Mark from West Springfield. <laughs> yeah. You're a jerk. He's a fake. <laughs> Did you hear the rumor about butter? No. Well, I'm not going to spread it. <laughs> Why did Billy get fired from the banana factory? I don't know. He kept throwing away all the bent ones. <laughs> and finally, I have these trees outside of my house that I don't trust. <laughs> no. Don't trust them? They seem kind of shady. <laughs> Dad Joe David from Sutherland. Don't call me later. Just call me Dad. Oh, very good. Yeah. What an exceptional yeah. open line Friday. I don't know. The bar's kind of low. It's 725 on Rock 102. Attention landscapers and contractors, Winesick Nursery in Hadley has a yard full of trees, plants, shrubs, and perennials for the fall planting season. Bring us your plot plan or call us for inventory. We've been growing strong and our landscape plants are beautiful, healthy, and ready to go in the ground. We also have wholesale mulch, bark, and soil ready to load or deliver. Winesick Nursery on Route 9 in Hadley and at winesicknursery.com. We are the growers. Come to the source. That's one sweet sound. You used to love getting under the hood. Nothing could stop you, except your back. But what if you went to Hartford HealthCare's Bone and Joint Institute? They never stop doing orthopedics. It's all they do. They fix hips, backs, and knees the way you fix the carburetor in a 69 Firebird. So do that one thing you did better than anything at the one hospital in Connecticut dedicated to orthopedics. Hartford HealthCare's Bone and Joint Institute. Hi, Jeff Serp from Serp Ford Lincoln and Agwam, and I just wanted to take 30 seconds to let you know that we have over 150 pre-owned vehicles in stock right now. This place is filled with not only a great selection of certified pre-owned Fords and Lincolns, but also a great selection of pre-owned luxury cars and SUVs like Jags, Audis, Cadillacs, BMWs, and Volvos too. Plus, a huge selection of Hondas, Toyotas, and all-wheel drive Subarus. Come into Serp today for our pre-owned clearance event. Serp and Agwam and at SerpFord.com. When the COVID pandemic began, scientists had been studying similar viruses for years, so they had a head start creating this vaccine. They also started making the vaccine early, hoping it would be approved after clinical trials found it was safe and effective. Learn more at mass.gov slash COVID vaccine. The COVID-19 vaccine doesn't contain the virus, so you can't get COVID from the shot. You may experience things like muscle aches, fever, or tiredness, but these are most likely signs that your body is building immunity to protect against the virus. Learn more at mass.gov slash COVID vaccine. When you run a business, setbacks change everything. And online, they happen fast. With your Comcast Business Internet, you can stay ahead. And now it comes with Security Edge to make it even more secure. It helps keep your network safe with scans every 10 minutes. And unlike some cybersecurity options, this helps protect every device that's connected. Because when your information, your people, and your company have Security Edge, you can be ready for what's next. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Fast speeds and advanced security. Now together for $69.99 a month for 12 months with a three-year agreement from Comcast Business. Learn more about powerful connectivity and advanced cybersecurity solutions for your business. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go to comcastbusiness.com today. Offer ends 1-3-22. Restrictions apply. New Comcast Business 100 megabits per second and security edge customers only. Early termination fee applies. Equipment taxes and fees extra and subject to change. 
Forget what you think you know about Six Flags Fright Fest. That place doesn't exist anymore. What's waiting for you now is something much more sinister, with more to fear. So come enjoy the rides, and then find out what it really means to be afraid. The fear is calling. <laughs> Six Flags Fright Fest, presented by Snickers. Best value? Visit now with the 2022 season pass. Are home improvement projects on your to-do list? Make one stop, Boylard Lumber, for everything you need to get the job done. From roofing, siding, and decking, to paint and all the tools in between, Boylard Lumber also carries a wide variety of green building products. Start your projects with quality materials, and if you need some advice, we'll steer you in the right direction. Talk to the local experts, the Big Box Busters, at Boylard Lumber, Oak Street, Indian Orchard, and online at boylards.com. It's 729 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. You know, you ever miss the Bax and O'Brien show? Bax and O'Brien podcast, very easy to download. All you can do is go to rock, uh, baxandobrien.com, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Spotify, and boom, it's there for you whenever you feel like listening to it. You can also check out Baxi's musical podcast. I uh, got a brand new one coming up on Monday. Uh, bass player Kasim Sultan, who has played with uh, Todd Rundgren and Utopia and Blue Oyster Cult and Cheap Trick, and maybe the only guy to play with both Patti Smith and Patti Smythe. Get out of here. In his career. He's got a brand new solo record. It's actually very, very good. And we talked to uh, Kasim Sultan on Monday on BaxnoBrian.com. I guess you could spend the day doing it tomorrow. What a bummer. I just I, I just saw the uh, the national news. You know, we, we had a pretty crappy summer. Very, very wet. A uh, lot of things that got rained out, uh, some of which we were lucky enough to reschedule. And then uh, late summer, early fall has actually been very nice. It's been good weather. Yeah. And we've had a lot of cool uh, outdoor music stuff going on. And, and uh, you know, three weeks of Oktoberfest for the Student Prince. Uh, bands playing inside now at MGM. You got the uh, Thunderbird party out on Court Square. But tomorrow uh, is not looking good and i just saw the national map and didn't realize how not good it looks but there there is this system that's going to be coming up and it's going to wrap like from pittsburgh to portland maine hmm. and everything in between and it looked like for the whole day um and then sunday is going to be beautiful so if you don't get to see say um aquanet tomorrow night at the Oktoberfest, you might be able to see them sunday at sunny's but it, it does look like tomorrow may be a bit of a mess. Actually, I mean, I'm looking at it now. I mean, it doesn't look like the rain's really going to start kicking in until about game time. What is game time? Seven o'clock. I mean, there, I mean, there's a chance well, of, there's a the chance of rain part. all afternoon. But by the time you know, uh, game time rolls around, it's going to be pretty. You know, the the block party's pretty much going to be over. So I, well, I didn't see a time on what uh, Al Roker was showing. It just kind of said, you know, the day. But it, if I'm looking at this, uh, the the uh, the weather app correctly, mm. there's like a twenty percent chance through six o'clock, right. and then once seven o'clock rolls around, it's like an eighty percent chance. Yeah, but that's when Aquanet starts playing at the Oktoberfest, and uh, right, you know, so so yeah. they you know, they they may figure something out. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to figure out because people well, the, are going to uh, still be standing out in the rain if they want to. True, but the uh, the Thunderbirds block party will be, I think, 
likely spared from all the rain. Yeah. You know, but you know, Oktoberfest may have a, a little bit of a more of a challenge. So, in other words, you, in other words, you can go and and pay money to see Trailer Trash tonight, or wait till tomorrow and see him for free. But uh, yeah. I believe it's the same show. Yeah. Oh no, I'm sure they do completely different music. <laughs> Totally well, got different. Disco set. Oh yeah, and that big band set. Yes. Yeah. And then that metal set that oh. they do that people go crazy for. Oof. We got news coming up next to Rock 102. 738. We're back to O'Brien to Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month, Yankee Home is offering free down payment uh, payment coupons valued over up to up to $1,400. Call today and mention Rock 102 for the special October offer. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Uh, Can I just pass this along, considering what we were just talking about a Absolutely. few minutes ago? Uh, Nate Costa just texted me to say, just to let you know, uh, they do have a tent. Uh, apparently, the Thunderbirds have access to the Weather Channel and have seen the possibility of uh, rain in the forecast and have prepared accordingly, and they have a tent for uh, the audience. So Very good. Uh, the party will go on, rain or shine. The Thunderbirds are prepared for the Thunder Boom Booms. Exa- well, I don't know that I'd say that, but true. If, if I may uh, quote the uh, 1970s marionette television show, uh, Thunderbirds are go. Yes, Thunderbirds are go. Was that from, uh, 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 what was her name? Uh, Penelope, uh, yeah, God, I called yeah. one of the reporters at 22 her Penelope, uh, uh, Lady Penelope, Lady Penelope, Lady Penelope. That's and I it. don't even remember what <laughs> I don't even remember what reporter that was. Uh, I, I could see her, but yep. I, yeah, I can't remember her name. Massachusetts is another step closer to becoming the land of the dinosaur. The House of Representatives has approved a bill which names the Podocosaurus Holyoke. Holyokensis. Really? Podocosaurus holyokensis as the official state dinosaur. Here we are sitting on uh, our fingernails waiting for a uh, sports gaming bill to be passed, and they're naming official dinosaurs Do you understand that there was only two species of dinosaurs in this state, like in this area? No. And that's why it was easy to whittle them down to two. Mm Mm-hmm. But the... uh, the Holyokenness. Holyokensis. You didn't know. even know how to say it. I don't know how to say it. I don't yeah. even care. He's not, a, is, he's not a scientist. Which is my point. I mean, you know, everybody cares about a sports book. Who gives a rat's ass about a dinosaur? People well, people actually probably care more about dinosaurs than the sports book. I don't think so. I think so. I think people care a lot about the dinosaurs. Not pres- more than they do about a sports book. Yeah, There's they the, do. You want to bet? No, I don't. That dinosaur footprint in Holyoke is so popular that somebody tried to dig it up and take it with them a couple of months ago. Yeah, to Connecticut, where yeah. they're going to have a sports book next week. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they were trading it in so they could bet. They probably were. Well, they want their dinos and their sports betting, too. Yeah. yeah. But don't you feel cool that, uh, no. that that this dinosaur was named after something in this area? Nope. Could not care less. The Holyoke dinosaur. But if there were like uh, three to one odds on it, that'd be different. Yeah, right. Yeah. Then then you put some money I'd on. Put it. money on it. Yeah. Well, what I else? don't know what else you want me to do with that piece of news. Nothing. I Lud- would throw it out. Ludlow police are investigating an apartment on West Street after a report of a gunshot fired on Wednesday night. 
According to a news release uh, sent from the Ludlow Police uh, Lieutenant Michael Brennan, at around 9.41 p.m., officers were called to report of a gunshot. Okay. I'll read it the way it was written because okay. I changed it last time to make it sound better. Written by the officer or written by one of the TV stations? This is from 22. Okay. Uh, officers were called to a report of a gunshot fire at an apartment complex on 39 West Street. A gunshot fire? On 39 West Street. On 39 West Street. A bullet hole was located inside of one of the lower-level lower apartments. The officers attempted to make contact with residents in the apartment on the second level but were unsuccessful. Hey, you guys home? No. <laughs> No, we're not. We're trying to sleep, sir. It's 940 at night, and we have to be up early. The uh, Hamden County Special Response Team, Mass State Police, and the Springfield Police were called in to assist. Residents in the area were evacuated, and West Street near Russell Street was closed for several hours. <laughs> Look how they said in the article, Springfield Police were called in to assist with traffic. The, the tiny little town calls in the city cops and says, hey, uh, you mind doing traffic for us? Well, if you don't have enough guys on the shift. Yeah, I know. But but in other words, you know, it, it is their case. It is in Ludlow. So the Ludlow police would, would take charge of the situation. But it's not usual that a small town has to call Springfield in for assistance and go, yeah, yeah uh you know, Springfield probably shows up and goes, well, well, what do you need? You need our forensic es- expertise? No. You need our firearms experts? You need our dogs? No. No. We, we need you just, to take your cruiser and block West Street yeah, off for Just us. go do traffic, please. You just... <laughs> well, but we wanted to be part of the thing. You will be part yeah. of the thing. Yeah. Over there. Man, Here's you, a vest. Man, you put the dick in jurisdiction. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why don't you do that while we concentrate on real police work? Here's a vest and an orange gloves. Enfield police are looking for a woman who has nine warrants out for her arrest. They said warrants for Michaela Maya are for crimes such as having a weapon in a motor vehicle, driving under the influence, disorderly conduct, among other things. Ooh, she sounds like a bad girl. Oh, she's a bad bitch. How old is she? I don't know. I'd go there, Stephen. She looks young. She looks like she's in her 20s. Mm. Uh, Enfield police also said that they are aware that Maya commented on their Facebook post about her. They put up this thing asking, you know, if anybody knows this woman or where she is, she writes on the Facebook post, I'm right here. Ooh. <laughs> oh, boy. Apparently she's, I like this chick. Apparently she's living in Florida. Oh, right. So... At the villages? Probably. (laughs) She was seen riding a three-wheeled motorcycle. I'm right here. Yeah, She might might have taken your bike uh, down there. I don't think so. Uh, Police said they are trying to further communications with her. Trying to further communicate. Did they say what the nine warrants are for? Yeah, it said she had uh, crimes for such as having a weapon in in a motor vehicle, driving under the influence, disorderly conduct, and more. That's my kind of gal. Yeah. She, she sounds like every other woman in Florida. Mm. She's a bad girl. Yeah. yeah is this is. your car? <laughs> N- no. But what was in the car that I was... Uh, Fibercon. Fibercon. Is this your Fibercon? Is this your Fibercon? <laughs> I don't know. It might be. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone with any information uh, about her whereabouts is asked to contact the Enfield police. And don't be cryptic about it like she was on right. Facebook. Right, right. A uh, union in Springfield has been approved for merit bonus pay. Each of these union members will be getting a significant bonus. The union members will be getting up to $5,000 
And 22 News found out how the community is feeling about this perk for city workers. <laughs> UPSEU Local 424 is a union made up of just under 200 city workers. And thanks to a merit bonus from the city for working through the pandemic, these members are now $5,000 richer. Jasmine Rodriguez's father, who is a city employee, uh, told the news station he does work really hard and he puts a lot of work in for the city, so I know it's deserved. Mayor Dom Dom released a statement uh, following the agreement for the bonus between the local and the city. Listen, these people worked their asses off during this pandemic. They deserve something. And if you don't give it to them, I'm going to bash every single one of your heads in. <laughs> he, he, he released a statement that actually begins with listen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Listen to me, listen gotta, to me it, you chumps. <laughs> he's a mayor on the edge. Yeah. No, he said, I'm proud to say I believe my administration is one, if not the only one in the Commonwealth, currently extending and issuing this extra benefit. Uh, some are questioning whether this money could have been put to better use elsewhere. Anytime, like anytime you offer an increase in pay to city employees or anybody like that, you're always going to have people say there could be a better use. Well, uh, an increase in pay, yes. But, a, you know, a one-time bonus, isn't this money that was given by the federal government? Yes, and people are saying, well, this $5,000, while it would have been awesome to have, I can certainly think of a lot of other things, like schools, for example, definitely need that money. I think a lot more people who are currently working. Yeah, but, but I don't know that that's what this money was appropriated for. Yeah, see, that's the, John's right. I mean, when they give out that kind of money, they earmark it specifically for a very specific purpose. In this mm -hmm. case, it would be bonuses. You can't just take that bonus money and apply it to something else. Yeah. It's not how it works. I have no idea what how the whole thing yeah worked out yeah we don't either but it's like you know there's always going to be people say well yeah, you, you could have spent that money better on uh, hot lunches or books or stuff like that yeah well we, we could only spend it on what we were given it for yeah i mean if you wanted to get money for those other purposes you may have to apply for grant money to get that kind of money for those purposes so quit your bitching yeah it's just that you don't you don't rob peter to pay paul which is why he said which is why he released a statement that started out with listen Listen, I'm not going to take any crap from you people. Listen, uh, I have to give this money out the way they tell me to give it out. I can't just decide for myself. And that's why you understand? That's why he threatened to crack a couple heads. And that's how the statement ends. You understand? You understand me? Are we on an understanding? Because if we don't understand, I know that your head is going to be bashed in. I know ten times over. that you know that I know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Russ Milkert and his wife flew from Kansas City, Missouri to Dallas on Friday to watch his alma mater's football team play the next day at the Cotton Bowl. Milkert was set to return home at 12.35 p.m. Sunday from Dallas Field or Love Field Airport on a Southwest flight, but it was just one of thousands of flights canceled over the weekend due to air traffic control problems, limiting limited staffing in Florida, and bad weather, Southwest said. Uh, no rental cars were available to drive outside of Dallas, and booking on another airline would have cost $1,800 for each ticket. Damn. Uh, so the couple rented a U-Haul truck, threw their carry-on luggage in the back, and were homeward bound, spending $900 on the rental truck uh, for uh, for the truck and fuel. Even and, that? $900? Yeah. How long did it take them to get home? Uh, how did he... What did he... Uh, 500 miles. So 500. Probably. Well, I would walk 500 miles. Yeah, probably but I, a I would walk 500 driving. more. Probably a day's worth of dri driving. Yeah. But that's the thing. You can't even rent a car to drive outside of the area of wherever the rental facility is because they don't have enough rental cars. 
Right. That's why people are going to places like Home Depot and U-Haul to rent vehicles for, you know, nineteen ninety-five a day. Why has but nine hundred dollars? Why has U-Haul not figured out this uh thing in uh well nine hundred bucks five hundred miles? That's what, two dollars a mile, you say? Two, three dollars a mile? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think it's worth it. I told it you was... I had that uh, last time I went to Florida, I had the church van. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the uh, I, I see you uh, reserved a uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee, sir. I'm like, actually, no, I res- uh, reserved a, uh, I think it was a Taurus. And he goes, well, we don't have either of those. They you didn't hold one. your reservation? No, they didn't hold the reservation. I mean, anybody can hold the Don't they realize the hold is the most important part of the reservation? Yeah. I think they know what a reservation is. And, uh, I don't think they do. If they did... Steve would have had a Taurus. Here I am with uh, you know one adult, two kids, driving around in a 15-passenger van all over southwest Florida. Oh, how fun does that sound? Well, at least everybody got their own row. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know, Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, it is going to be, uh, well, mostly sunny with a high of 75. Tomorrow, rain showers throughout the day, high of 74. It is 55 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, forecast brought to you by Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. Next time you're at the beverage cooler, look for the black and white can. It's Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. It's velvety smooth and never bitter because Fogbuster is air roasted. And that's your Fogbuster forecast and the news on Rock 102. Oh yeah. It's car care month at... And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As many of you know, there is perhaps nobody more irresponsible and prone to idiotic public behavior than today's full-time college student. Sure, college may seem like a set of stately institutions designed to spark the intellectual curiosities of ambitious, career-oriented youngsters, but the truth is, most college students are drunken morons. I know I certainly used to be, and it was only after a few years of paying off student loans that I was bludgeoned in the face with a sobering dose of maturity. The average undergrad is still between the ages of 18 to 22 years old, and as you are aware, the average 18 to 22-year-old kid has not reached that level of individual restraint to prevent them from acting like a total dope, and yet some schools are trying to curtail that sort of thing. This week, Virginia Tech University issued a letter threatening to crack down on student behavior during football games. Apparently, some members of the Virginia Tech administration have grown concerned after a video on social media showed fans, many without tickets, getting trampled while trying to enter the stadium last weekend against Notre Dame. According to the letter, student attendance will now be restricted to only those who happen to have season tickets and to those who have won tickets through a limited student lottery. Students crashing through the gates without proper tickets will be met with local law enforcement in an effort to support a positive and safe fan experience. Here's my question. Shouldn't they have been checking for tickets all along? Isn't that the very point of having tickets in the first place? I also can't help but feel that if you tell a 19-year-old kid of what he's not supposed to do, he or she will ultimately find ways of doing it anyway. Which goes back to my earlier point. When you fill a college student full of schnapps, Jaeger bombs, or fireball, they suddenly stop caring about your terse letters, restrictions, and protocols. How do I know this? Because at 19 years old, I would have ignored all that stuff too. Because that's what college is all about. Wasting your parents' hard-earned money on nothing but blackouts and bad decisions. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. If I were going to paint the garage or a bedroom, I'm going to need some help. I want to talk to Dina at the paint studio at the Island Pond Rockies. Dina's been helping people for 20 years, a veritable professor of paint. 
Good people paint people like Dina at Rock Solid Service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 914 in Aerosmith on Rock 102. You know, uh, having been here now for over 30 years, it's a possibility that my next program director could very well be the child of the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say they are? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, don't, you don't know the yeah. lineage. You're, you're, you're not, you're not Ancestry.com. Uh-uh. Uh, today is the, uh, the final day for our uh, seventh program director since you and I started. Mm-hmm. And, in the, and the bodies just keep on stacking up. <laughs> and only the second one that I actually could tolerate. Yes. I, uh, I said it before, and I'll say it again publicly for the very first time. You could count on Jason Pierre-Paul's left hand how many great program directors we've had over the years. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and Lenny Diana happens to be one of them, and today is his final day. Hi, guys. Welcome. Lenny. Hi. What's up? Uh, well, I, 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 this is about the most work I'm going to do all day, so I'm really excited <laughs> that I'm going to get this out of the way early. That'll be different so. from any other day. How? Oh, why does it must be like this? Mr. Uh, Coombs, come, come on. on. You don't think I'm going to let you just go <laughs> easily, do you? <laughs> Um, no, I, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really glad you guys had me on and, uh, I, this has been a very fun eight years. So I just wanted to say thanks. So this is, it's been great. eight years. Eight, eight years. That's, eight. Now we're wrong. learning more and more on your final day. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, we have not had you in the studio and I know, uh, you no. know, we probably should have been berating you mercilessly, you know, on a regular basis. No, I'm happy about that. This is, this well, is a big miss on your part. So I'm actually fine <laughs> that this is just once. We have berated you constantly, just not invited you that into the room to hear it. That was more than fine because yeah. I just, what I loved is that this is maybe the most you guys have said my name on the air, which is great. Well, it's like all I would get is like, well, yeah, you know, upstairs is like <laughs> that little guy. That's, uh, yeah, the little guy. The little guy. Because yeah. I just stand in front of him and block out the sun. You yeah. know, yeah. Uh, speaking of little guy, and, and I kind of feel like I should apologize as someone who's, you know, six foot five, and uh, I've kind of uh, made issues of your uh, your height. Um, and I know, I know, you know, the kind of job you have. You have some pretty big shoes to fill. Although we are going to have a pair of yours bronzed. Um, the uh, the idea that anytime you bugged me for paperwork. I would uh, I would thumbtack it above the door frame yes. of your office. Yeah, that was always fun. <laughs> yeah. I'd yeah. have to get on a chair to get it, so yeah. that was always very nice. I, I apologize. No, for that. that's okay. Yeah. That, uh, what was really funny is one time you did that, I'm like, John, I need your timesheet. And you said, I put it in your office. I walked in the office and you sat there and watched me walk right under, under it. it. <laughs> and I was like, I don't understand where, what, I go, really? Come on. And then I, he goes, well, you, you never look up. And I look up and there it was. Actually, pretty sure you're looking up all day long. Yeah. Yep. There's Just, a lot of that. But, you know, uh, the thing that, uh, that you maybe you don't understand uh, <laughs> about uh, guys like John and I is, is are how many deflected questions we have to answer of, you know, why why do you play that crappy music? Yeah. Why have you made these terrible choices? You know, how come you destroy these radio stations? You know, those are the kinds of questions that we get asked all the time, and we always say, please contact management. So, yeah. Yeah, Talk so, to Lenny. So, so why do we play the same Steve Miller song <laughs> 18 times? I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, what, what's always funny is um, for as much as you guys do that, 
I think over eight years, maybe 25 people have emailed and said, uh, I don't understand why you like, why don't you listen to John? Steve Miller's bad. And it's like, <laughs> I'm like, okay. you know. And people should know you are Steve Miller's biggest fan. Yes, I'm a, I, I'm actually, he's a, my uh, third uncle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew there was a family Sorry. connection somewhere. You know, but, but, but explain to the folks, though, What's that, that? that it's, really, it's really beyond your control and it's and, it, and it's kind of a corporate move that they tell you to play all no, this that's stuff. Not, and yeah. the whole business is yeah. like no, that. Yeah. Look, I thing, mean, program directors can be trained monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, any trained no, kid no, can no, I'm, that I'm just trying but, to get him to admit that he's really not needed here to begin with. No, well, the frustrating thing about when you have this conversation with people, and it's a real simple one, it's just like, um, as a programmer, when you talk about music, you're actually trying to reflect with people like out in the city. And that's the thing that frustrates people the most, because when you talk to them, it's like, look, it's not me. I mean, like, I, I'm i always scared mm. of that person that walks up to us and goes, man, I like every song you play. And it's like, well, all right, dude. I'm like, that's cool. I'm like, that's psychotic, but cool. But I, for the most part, you try and reflect what a city likes. And it's and like, it's not me. It's it's your neighbor. That's and the ironic really thing the is, is, the ironic thing is, of the two Eagles songs we play, neither one of them is in the city. It's more than two songs, and we do play in the city. Yeah, right. Yeah. When was the last time we you. played Seven Bridges Road, huh? Uh, when was the last time we played that? Uh, uh, I mean, I have to look. Well, yeah, he'd have to look. I mean, yeah. I, it's not like I know offhand. But. Lenny, I, honestly, you know, when I, I'm not, I'm really only half joking when I talk about uh, liking program directors. There, there are uh, several of them who have come through here mm-hmm. that I've either been very indifferent to or I've uh, outright disliked them. Um, but, but there's also a, a time when I first start. Now, when you got here, I don't remember where I was. I was out, I believe, for some kind of medical issue. And you were here for like a week before I finally came in and, and met you. Yes. Uh, I hadn't even met you yet. And, and, uh, and I wanted to make sure that it got off, you know, from the start with you being as intimidated as I could possibly get you. <laughs> so when I, when I introduced myself, I was standing in front of your desk. I don't know if you remember this or not. And you were sitting at the desk, and your desk came up to about my mid-thigh. And then, and then I stood there as though you were the little green sprout. And, uh, and I introduced myself. Yeah, I, I, And I if, did that on purpose. And again, I apologize. I, I, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think your first line was, is your father here? Yeah, yeah. And the second line was, ho, ho, ho. I, I, I do kind of remember that. The one thing I do remember is that the when you stood in front of me, uh, you blocked out the light. Yeah. And well. that was the thing that really I was like, man, this guy's tall. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, oh, he positioned himself. Yeah, yes, and, and, exactly. And, and the head has created yeah. a, a, a almost a, a lunar a, eclipse. Yeah. It's a huge head. Yeah, it is well, a big coconut. You know what? In comparison, Lenny, I can imagine how scary it must be. <laughs> well, listen. We we know uh, we don't want to eat up all your time or on your you uh, on your final day. Yeah, right. Or you ours. But uh, uh, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, not not everybody gets to gets a chance to leave on their own. Sometimes they're given a cord, cardboard box and told to get the f out of here. That's absolutely true. Yes. I'm, I'm actually I'm very glad that that didn't happen. So. Yeah, and we might not even have to see you again in court. That's. <laughs> <laughs> And we're also very excited uh, with your replacement too. So that's uh, that's also cool. And he loves like for you think I love Steve Miller. Woo, man, you guys oh, in God. Now? Hey, you know now what? This is the service dog from uh, <laughs> one of the nursing homes that we hired, right? No, not quite. Uh, and and I just want to thank you for uh, for your service 
and saving us from your the, the previous guy, the, the the other guy that was here before you came. Oh, yeah, I've and heard and the and the guy before yeah. him. And yeah. come to think of it, the guy before him was not hot either. Now that it's been eight years, I don't even remember which one was his immediate predecessor. Um, the one who looked like a turtle. I believe it uh, was would have been the second coming of drinking the drunk guy, the guy who drinks uh, a lot. Yeah, the guy who likes to drive around in golf carts with a half a bottle of vodka in his hand. <laughs> And then, oh, wonder, oh, right, and, right, okay. and then wondering yeah, why yeah. he rear-ended us. Yeah. Yeah. And then wonders it wonders why we wouldn't listen to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was that was that was it. Well, that guy. Good luck, Lenny, and <laughs> Thank uh, you. uh thanks. Thank you. There you go. Again, the uh, the, the times of your life. <laughs> Little Paul Anka sending you out. I know you love it. I love it. You love it so. I'm a big fan. It's eight twenty three in Rock One O Two. It's uh eight twenty seven with Bax and O'Brien at Rock One O Two. Boy, I'm just wiping the tears from my eyes. Yeah, I know. I thought he would never leave. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's that. And number eight starts on Monday. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Well, and uh, I'm trying to remember now whether I before I say this, if I'm right, uh, I believe it's the first ever already in house one. Um. Isn't it? Yes. Yeah. It, um. It is, yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah. since since you and I have been together, it's the first uh, in-house one, and that's mm-hmm. uh, and that actually we're all real happy about that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Couldn't happen you to know? a better guy, and Plus, so we uh, don't have to get another chair. Y- yeah, he could just yeah. literally roll his chair from one office to uh, to the next. Right. Although yeah. Lenny's was a much smaller chair. Well, you know, he's. It's not just about the the physical stature of the man. I mean, that's uh, listen. Those are those are just minor different. Yeah, just minor things. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's, uh, it's about his other imposing stature. Which one? I don't know. I'm trying to make. Yeah, I'm just trying to say, find I, a way out I of this. I don't remember one. It's 8:28. News is next to Rock 102. 33 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. It's time for news. Brought to you by 413 Pro Tint for tinting in your vehicle, home, or business. Call 413 Pro Tint in Springfield today. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Police dispatched a SWAT team to an arrest in, uh, to an arrest on West Street oh, Wednesday I love, night. I love that show. There was no arrest. To an apartment on West Street. They were dispatched. Us. They. What are you reading from? I can't get the words out of my mouth this morning, John. <laughs> well, I'm sure Sorry. they weren't written very well either. <clears throat> Mass Live says police dispatched a SWAT team to an arrest on West Street Wednesday night as part of an investigation into a gunshot fired into an apartment building. No one was found to be injured, and residents of the apartment were evacuated for safety reasons while police searched the area after reports that a gunman remained in the area. The Hamden County Special Response Team was called to the scene to assist. A section of West Street was closed for about eight hours as part of the investigation. State police and Springfield police assisted with traffic at the scene. Go over there. Put your squad car right across the road. Do it. Mm -hmm. Do it the way I told you to do it. (laughs) You think they say it like that? No, probably Uh, You don't think so? I I also don't know where uh, Mass Live uh, got the information of an arrest warrant because there was no arrest. Uh, police were called to 39 West Street just before 10 p.m. for a report that one of the buildings in the apartment complex had been struck by gunfire. Police found a fresh bullet hole at one of the apartments, as opposed to the stale ones that were in the other oh, windows. Yeah, no, these are already these are already old. You can see them yellowing. 
Yeah. <laughs> They've already got that burnt little edge to it. Exactly. This Poli- one here is fresh. Smell it. Uh, police later applied for a search warrant on an apartment, and it was executed at 6 a.m., and police recovered evidence related to possible firearm offenses, according to uh, Lieutenant Brennan. He uh, said the investigation is ongoing and charges are possible. But there's no, like, suspects. There's no naming of who it is. The apartment uh, complex is located near Russell Street and the bridge crossing the Chicopee River into the Indian Orchard section of Springfield. And that's all we got to say about that. That's all you need to know. Well, I mean, uh, that's a little bit more detail than what was happening yesterday or even earlier this morning. But, again, they're, like, kind of being like the West Springfield police again. Yep. Very tight-lipped. We ain't, <sighs> we ain't saying nothing. I don't know why we're sitting here thinking we deserve more information. I mean, we're just idiotic radio guys. Uh, yeah, well. I mean, really, when you come right down to it. You we know, are three not, idiots. Why, why do we think we're so special? Nobody should take what we say uh, as fact or truth. That is the truth. We're entertainers. That's it. UMass officials are being called out for their handling of a series of racist emails sent to a number of campus groups. The university's chapter of the NAACP held a protest outside the student union yesterday where it presented a list of demands, including a formal apology from the administration for its, quote, failure to respond to the incident. The university has acknowledged receipt of the demands and will work to address them moving forward. I don't know how much else you can do other than what you have available to you with, you know, your IT people to track where the email came from. I would imagine that's very difficult to pinpoint. Uh, because they're know. trying to figure out if it... It obviously didn't come from campus. They probably would have found it very quickly. Don't you think? Yeah. Like an IP yeah. address or... Yeah, but I mean, you can, but you can still find that IP ad- address even if it's out of your system. Out of your network, right? I guess. I mean, so. all that stuff can can be found. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really sure how the whole thing works. I, that's why I'm not even participating in the conversation. Ah, will you participate in this one? Mortgage lenders led by Key Bank no. bid twenty three million dollars Thursday and bought Springfield Plaza at a foreclosure auction. N- not really. Why don't you just flush your money down the toilet? What are you talking about, Steve? There's there's. There's business opportunity in that plaza. The winning bid, which played out over an hour-long auction in a parking lot near the plaza's stop-and-shop, protected the lender's money after other bidders failed to reach the undisclosed minimum bid. Two other active bidders both tapped out after $22.5 million. The bank's uh, options uh, now, but will likely have... I'm sorry. I can't even read that one correctly, too. Well, I What's mean, I, wrong I, with you? I don't know. Are, are they saying what they want to do with the property? They want to maintain it as, as a retail space? Are they looking to develop it some way, in some other way? It sounds like they're going to keep it the same way it is, but with maybe some renovations to some of the buildings there. Because you got that Kmart and the old office building that was the air traffic tower. Right. Well, some of that is the problem with the, with the plaza. I mean, it, you know, it, it, it needs some major TLC over there, which you would you know expect that, you know, the... The, the the previous owner of the building would have been responsible for. But, I mean, you're talking, that's an enormous space. You don't need uh, TLC. What are you, chasing waterfalls over there? Yeah, that's oh, it. That's yeah. it. That's what we're talking about. Uh, Dog the bounty hunter may have injured his ankle, but his search for Brian Laundry is not over. In fact, despite early reports that he had returned home after his injury, Dog, whose real name is Dwayne Chapman, was spotted back in Florida on Wednesday. 
Just before 7.30 p.m., he was filmed arriving at the home of Laundrie's sister, Cassie Laundrie Lusix, in Lakewood Ranch. The reality star knocked on the front door of the house, but no one answered. After several attempts to reach someone inside, Dog went back to his car. When asked by the person recording the video if he thinks Laundrie's sister knows more about where he is, and then she is admitting, Dog responded, absolutely. Man, if this guy cracks that case, why should we be paying taxes to law enforcement? Yeah. If he, uh, so he, he claims to know where the laundry is? Yes. Because he brought his own laundry? The dirty laundry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. He, but will he fold the laundry? Well, uh, if he knows where he is, and he's not disclosing his location to uh, law enforcement, then he's either, invest- he's either interfering with an investigation or he's harboring a fugitive, in which case he could be arrested. He also said that his ankle was feeling a lot better since it was reported he injured it while searching for laundry earlier in the week. Laundry, uh, has I heard my ankle once doing laundry. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It was over at the one on Belmont Avenue. Yeah, there was a, a puddle on the floor from one of the washing machines. Right. Somebody stole my laundry one time. They stole, stole it? The yeah. whole load? Yeah. I uh, Did you check the garbage? Yes, I did. I checked everywhere. Mm. And uh, it was one of these unmanned laundromats. Yep. Oh, yeah. And uh, I said, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to wait 40 minutes for this load to be done. I'm going to go and do other things. That was my mistake. Yeah. I was leaving it there. And then coming back 42 minutes later. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what? I, I, I used to go to laundromats all the time, you know, uh, in, in my youth. And uh, I never felt comfortable just leaving the building. I just, because I, I know how people are. You know, if there's a if there's a limited number of dryers, people will move your clothes. In this I like day people and, touching my clean clothes. Yeah. In this day and age of technology, um, do they not have washers and dryers where you, like, get a code and nobody else can open that machine except you? Some might. I mean, I, like, newer uh, laundromats probably have that ability, but the old ones? Yeah. No. They're still mm. using the old machines from the, the from early the 80s. the 60s, man. Yeah. I don't know why there's not more bars with laundromats in them. Suds and suds? Yeah. yeah. I've seen those yeah. before. Oh, I know. Yeah. Uh, suds and buds. There seems, to, there seems to be a lack of them in the area. I don't know of any bar around here that has a washer and dryer. There was. I don't know of any laundromat that's got a bar in it. But that's what I'm saying. I know, I know but we, I'm saying it back. Right. No, but we talked about that uh, a, a while back, and, yeah. and I don't remember where in the country it was. Someone like uh, like in the West somewhere, yeah. where someone tried doing that, and it was a success. Yeah. People, you know, would you know, do their laundry, uh, start folding their drawers, hey. and have a couple shots while they're doing it. I said the same thing about haircuts, and along came. Um What's that place now? There's one in Springfield. Sports. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, no. Sports cuts. Yeah. There's it's a, not but there's, called sports cuts. It's something else. Uh, but there's I can't a, remember that. There's another place. I think it's in um, uh, Page Boulevard. I think it is. Yeah. That's got um, where they serve lunch with your haircut. Serve lunch. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want food around a place with cut hair. Well, you're, it's not like Come you're on. eating a sandwich while they're cutting <laughs> your hair. That's disgusting. You, you have your your cheeseburger, then no, you get your hair cut. No, no, there's a hair in my soup. There's no a kidding. Soup. It's a barber shop. There's a soup in my hair. You see, I just did it the other yeah, way. Oh, yeah, I, I, go. I got that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want hair near my food. Yeah, yeah. That's that's not a good combination. It's it sounds disgusting. Yeah. Well, even even the beer though. If you have a if you have an open beer glass, yeah, the chances of hair is going in the glass. Yeah, yeah, but you don't. You shouldn't. You should have like a like a mug, like a like a travel mug. It's got a lid on it. 
All right. Now we're getting there. Mm-hmm. What a, how else could we build this place? Oh, I don't know. I'll have to sit down and put together a business plan right. over the weekend. So you do the barbershop, the laundromat, and the bar all in one. Ah, now you're mixing up too many no, things. No, 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 yeah. no. This is uh, like an all in one, like a, like, a, like a tire and uh, uh, maintenance center. Yeah, but then the, then the problem is you get people drinking and then doing laundry and and uh, and getting their hair cut, and it's it's, it's too messy. It's too messy. A uh, woman in Canada was peacefully asleep October 4th when a meteorite crashed through her roof and landed right on her pillow. Victoria News reports uh, how Ruth Hamilton, who lives in the town called Golden in the province of British Columbia, was catching some Zs while others in the area were captivated by a meteorite streaming through the sky. Hey, it's going right to Ruth's house. Look at that. That's crazy. Her attention was uh, soon drawn to the meteorite as well, however, as she suddenly felt a bunch of debris on her face. Uh, debris her, again. Whatever. Causing her to wake up startled, only to find a big hole in her ceiling and a space rock on her pillow. I heard this. And can you imagine like a, you know, that being like waking up to, to like a like that the, the rock landed on your pillow? I mean, it must be going like you know, 100,000 miles an hour by the time it lands on your pillow. The way I heard it, and, and it kind of is a little bit weird to understand the timeline here. She woke up from her dog barking, and then the meteorite came through the roof. So mm. I don't know what the dog was barking at, whether it saw a light or or there was a sound before the thing actually hit, but um, she wasn't really woken up by the meteorite hitting the bed. She was She was like already waking up. Well, the dog was helping helping out. He had a sixth sense. I, I don't know whether he whether he did or not. Well, if, you've got, if you've got a space rock traveling at that kind of speed, it's probably making a, a, enough noise to wake up a dog. Maybe. The dog's got a tremendous I hearing. I mean, it was only like a, what, did you just say the, the weight of it? I didn't say the weight. Yeah, I think it was only like uh, four pounds or two and a half pounds or Which something Which is like enough that. to cause some serious damage. It, oh, yeah. Dam- speed, damage but... and make a lot of noise. Mm, yeah. Uh, and then they asked the dog, they're like, hey, uh, hey, uh, Sparky, where is it? Where's the damage? And he said, Roof. You get it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And he uh, would, what's, it, your, what's your owner's name? Roof. Yeah. yeah. And he, and he would have been right both times. That's my, that's my, that's one of my favorite jokes. You ever hear that one? When they get, the guy walks into the bar with the talking dog yeah. and he says, I have a talking dog. And the bartender says, well, I'll give you a free drink if you can make that dog talk. And he goes, uh, hey, uh, hey, Rex, what's on top of a house? And he goes, Roof. Uh-huh. Is it, uh, and then he says, uh, "Who was the home run leader?" Yeah, who was who was the who was the best home run leader in, yeah. in the in the nation? Right. And he goes, "Ruth." Yeah. And then the bartender says, "Get the hell out of here! That dog doesn't talk." And then they're walking around, walking down the street, and him and the dog, and the dog goes, "Do you think I should have said DiMaggio?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see, <laughs> that's that's classic, right? I that's never heard that one. That's nope. a, that's. That's a gem. Nothing but classic comedy. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a. Where is this story here now? This. Uh, you just had it. I did just have it. It was right there. It was right here. It was on the tip of your tongue. Was it on the tip of my tongue? Or, or was the, it on tip the tip of, of your my, fingers? My click. I'm sorry? Why? My click. Oh, click. Click. Okay. <laughs> what did you think I said? I, I don't want to think about it. Uh, did, did you do a senior prank when you were a senior in high school? No. No. Nope. A high school senior in Illinois named uh, Ming Dong 
recently pulled off uh, the greatest Rickroll prank of all time. That's where you trick someone into watching the Rick Astley sing Never Gonna Give You Up. Sure. But he didn't just trick one person. As his senior prank, he managed to Rickroll his entire school district all at once. No kidding. The entire district? Yes. District 214 is right outside Chicago and has over 11,000 students. Back in April, Makes he... Makes 213 look like a detention hall. Yes. He, back in April, he, look, he hacked into their network and played the video on every television screen and projector at six different schools. <laughs> a wow. few kids posted about it on social media when it happened, but we're finding out the true scale of it now because Min just wrote a blog about how he pulled it off. Can't believe he didn't show a porn. They called it Operation Big Rick. He had been planning it for several years. Years? Yeah. yeah and they, they didn't want to interrupt class or do it when kids might be taking a test. That would be the time to do it. Yeah, exactly. and he would have he would have gotten in trouble with the porn. So, uh, but with a Rickroll, that's just you know harmless fun. At ten fifty five a.m. on April thirtieth, uh, all of the TVs and projectors in every classroom turned on. The district has a blue box and a uh, Avidia player connected to every TV that lets you turn it on and off remotely and control what it plays. So that's how he did it. I think it's called a video player. Avidia is the name of it. A V E D. Oh, I thought player. it was like Debris. No, it's uh that's no. <laughs> it is Debris and it's not debris. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he had this uh timer on the screen counting down for five minutes, and when it got to zero, everyone was waiting to see what the announcement was, then immediately realized it was a prank when Rick Astley came on. Oh wow. <laughs> Ten minutes after that, the entire system reverted to how it was working before. But they didn't stop there. At 2.05 p.m., all the school bells went off at the end of class, just like they should. But instead of the bell sound, they played the song again. Oh so everyone God. got Rickrolled a second time. Oh, man. There are no strangers to love. You know the rules. And so do I. A school commitment's what I'm thinking of. You wouldn't get this from And I just rickrolled your two yeah, That's what you just did. Yeah, that was unbelievable. That was something. I know you were waiting for it. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of 75 tomorrow. Not so sunny with a high of 74 and some rain showers possible. It's 55 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah.